it's crazy. And I, I'm, I mean, I am, I'm, I'm functional. Like I'm not, I'm not incapable of doing things. I think he just thinks it'll alter my personality in so many other areas that, you know, don't need to be altered. Right. And unless you can pinpoint. He still wants, point. he still wants his freak in the sheets and he's very afraid. His freak, is that what he called me? A freak in the sheets? Oh my God. No. That's just the term. <laughs> he's so he's so fresh. We want a lady in the street, but a freak in the bed that say. Oh, well, I can, I can see your light switch. That's as far as I can see. He's like two inches over, not even. Okay. I'm like, I couldn't see it. I like, would be funny. I, in fact, I had no, yeah. Thank you for starting. Um, it's not you I'm worried about, O'Malley. It's all the gay men. Yeah, I just... They seem to be my biggest competition. <laughs> Every time Patty talks about stuff that he likes, mm-hmm. and then like he'll just be like, oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. He'll just move on really quickly. I'm like, oh, no, please share. Please I know. Please share some more. <laughs> I'm sorry that happened. I am. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to cut you off. I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to stop you mid thought because I think what you were saying about moving what, uh, east was so. But at the same time, I'm thinking, I know him. He wouldn't give a shit just walking by. <laughs> I mean, I've seen Not realizing it. Right. Right. And he, even if he realized it and then was, if he saw it, he'd be, he'd just bend down and do his normal. Hey, well, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I know, <laughs> We've I know. been here, done that so many times. <laughs> I guess. No, he Whatever. would be mortified because he doesn't have a shirt on. He never takes his shirt off, ever. That's like a rare, Mr. Like, Button Up Man. Yeah, right. Exactly, exactly. <sighs> Always. So it makes me laugh. But what were you saying? You're saying moving from what the things you've seen from moving from California oh, to yeah. So I um, well, first, this will probably be at the beginning. So you know, welcome back to Wellman. I'm O'Malley, and I'm Saint Anne. Uh, we, um, you know obviously our, our mothers and women in our forties and we've seen some shit and we've been through some shit and we've seen, um, some stuff. And I'm, I have a West coast point of view. Um, a lot of the time, <clears throat> especially growing up when, um, all the riots were happening in LA, I went through all of that. Um, you know, I love that you have the, the chase photo on your wall, but mm-hmm. like we were there for that. Like we were like, yeah. Oh, look at this. Um, you know, like all that. So I grew up knowing about this and with, with racial, with racial tensions, I'm sorry. Um, but the community I lived in was so diverse. Was if your family was just, just plain old Caucasians, it was almost more like, Oh, you're bland because we had people whose parents were, you know, their dad was, uh, say, Puerto Rican and half black, and he went overseas because he's in the military. 
I mean, married an Okinawan or somebody from area. So you would walk into their house and you would see this mixture of cultures. You had to take your shoes off, but, you know, they had, you know, good old, you know, some Southern um, food and some sort of splash of, you know, um, you know, I don't want to say, not Mexican food, but like some sort of something over here going on. And you're just like, this is just wild, like a whole mix of cultures. And um, I grew up in one of the largest Samoan populations in the town that I'm from. So, and these people were like, all all of these people made such splashes in the community. Um, You know, like Junior Seau, he's from my town. These were people who were looked up to like uh, we just we looked up to people regardless of whatever we had a lot of gangs we had a lot of gang violence i had friends gunned down and the police um and i'll have to explain that they could you know the the gang couldn't find the person they were looking for so they saw the cousin and they were like well we we're gonna send a message so a 13 year old girl would get shot and killed and we'd have to deal with that, you know, and all of that stuff. We, we dealt with it, but we dealt with it on a um, more of a more of a like a gang level because everybody earned and, and did so well on their on their own. I, I don't remember having that thought that like somebody couldn't do something because they were non-Caucasian like it just that just wasn't a part of my growing up um but yet I was very aware of racial tension I then moved to North Carolina and I I do not want to insult anybody from the south but it is a major culture shock to go from southern California and also, I was always going, you know, quote, home to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was quite the culture shock to go to the Carolinas and hear certain words, yeah. terms, mm-hmm. um, see people being talked to a certain way, and nobody thought anything different of it. Never thought that didn't even cross their mind that they were being racist, prejudiced, or anything. Mm-hmm. My mom and I, my mom had come to visit. We went to this unique, you know, shop um, one day and we were going through and I, I had a question about something and there was a very well-dressed couple, much more fancier than than me. I, you know, they looked like all put together and I'm just, I don't know, probably in jeans and, you know, a red sock shirt because, you know, what else would I wear? Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> so, I, I mean, I just was not, you know, like I what it, it, it was a fine, it was a, you know, store that you could be in, but you didn't have to be dressed up. But the people ahead of me were just pulled together. And um, probably just an ordinary day for them too. Yeah. And I, I don't have up, days like that. And then <laughs> I, I got up to the owner um, to the counter after they had left and the, and the owner was, you know, going to answer my question. And she looked at me and my mom and apologized that we had to wait on black people. Oh, I was so sickened 
like, I will never forget that. Like, I couldn't imagine that that was what she was going to say. I could understand, you know, a shop owner being like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's just, you know, because it wasn't, it's not a grocery store. It wasn't anything. It was like an eclectic right. store. Um, I could not have, if someone said a hundred, here's a hundred mm-hmm. things she could have said. I would have never guessed that that's what she was going to say. Right, right. It was so sickening. I just left. Ugh. And I thought I'll never, yeah. I'm never going there again. I'm never, ever going there again. And then I started realizing who felt certain ways. So if I had a contractor drive up and I know, I guess I'm profiling, but if it was covered. Yeah, but you're profiling intelligence versus ignorance. I'm not saying profiling, I agree with you. Like, yo, I don't want to profile, but I wouldn't want to be, because I just think that that's a, that's a hateful thing. I'm not, I'm not a fan. I will never be a, a supporter of hate or violence in right. any, in any, unless some, unless someone is like, I'm protecting somebody and I'm, and it's one of those right. situations where you get thrown in by chance, but I'm I, with you. I did hundred percent. We had, we had contractors pull up to the house and their trucks would be covered in Confederate, Confederate flags. And keep going. I would just be like, yeah, nope, just keep going. Just don't, you know, I have no, I will not give you money. Like someone else will, you'll continue to do what you need to do, but I just can't do this. Right. I cannot feed into your whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, I just couldn't. I, I just, and you know, the heritage and all that stuff. No, guess what? I'm a history major and I've read every cornerstone speech there is, and it's all based on being superior. So I know <laughs> what all of that means. And uh, I, I just can't, I just can't. So it was so sickening. Um, and just so jarring for me. I just, um, I don't know. It's, um, I can't believe people live like that. I just, I just, it's just shocking. It's very shocking that people do live in families where they can talk, talk so easily and not think anything of it about, oh, well that person, but they're, you know, they're still, they're, they're not going to get it because they're, they're this or they're they're just not white or whatever I, I i it just it blows my mind because i just wasn't raised that way and you know it's it's that old joke you know like the guy stands up and goes well i i have a black friend you know it's like yeah. that but it's sort of like my community right. was so diverse like it i don't i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not whitey that comes from like the i have I have, you know, I can hold up my hand and say, I have, you know, somebody I've met that I was friendly to once. Like mm-hmm. I just came from a different point of view. I came from a totally different, you know, area. Um, it's just, it's so, so shocking to me that um, I don't it, know. It hurts, right? It, it hurts. hurts to see that. It hurts. And I come from, you know, a law enforcement and a military background. And I don't want those guys to be hurt either. Yeah, I you have that. You have I, that hybrid situation because you see both sides, and a lot of people don't. A lot right. of people aren't. And that. I see it as wait, my my guy that swore the oath to protect this town, this county, this country, he shouldn't be judged by one asshole or I five assholes. Mm-hmm. Here you've 100%. got thousands of people doing their job, doing the right thing, and now they're being. Now, and, and they're being persecuted and people should have to, uh, if it's going to take something, you know, significant to maybe wake, wake up. But 
I don't like it. I don't like where I see all cops or all people, because if you do that, then it's, but you're, but you're trying to tell us, stop judging us by all. Right. I know. know. It's a cycle. Yeah. But I do see it's, I do see the message of stopping the cycle more prevalent now than ever before. Yes. This is the first time I've seen people across the board saying, no, 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 no. This is not the way it's supposed to be done. Whether it's on the cops side, whether it's on the military side, whether it's on a black community side, white community side, it doesn't matter which community, no little, you know, adjective aside. I think the common thread through all of it is we have to do it the right way. Like Willie had said the other day, and I loved it. He had said, you know, let me educate myself first. I can't speak intelligently on it. And I thought that was so profound because that's a, that's a, that's a message that's missed for, for so many people across the board. And it's one of those things that as a mom, I've always tried to instill in my kids. I mean, where I grew up, it is it was very white privileged up until a certain age. Then I moved to the city with my dad, and it, my dad was not racist at all. My dad was not biased at all. I mean, he didn't have any kind of prejudice. He just he was just all inclusive, and we didn't. Neither parent, neither one of my parents, were ever prejudiced at all. So, even though where I lived to a certain age, it was very white privileged. I knew it because my parents weren't, my parents were from the city. So they never, they would point out when something wasn't right. And they would say, how disgusting is that? Imagine, imagine not wanting to like, imagine treating somebody like that because of what their skin looks like. And when my parents had split for the 19 years after that, my mom was in a relationship with, you know, someone brown forever, you know? And so I, I, it was never a race thing. I never, I never was raised with racism and stuff. Like it was, it was supported or positive. It was always treated as something disgusting and disgraceful. And same thing with um, one of my dad's best friend was a lesbian, and um, her wedding was a huge. I mean, I was little. I mean, we, I was very, I was introduced to that at a very early age, mm-hmm. where everybody is just accepted. They're, you're just you're, it's not. Oh, that's the lesbian. That's the gay guy. That's the black guy. It was no. That's Carlos. That's Lane. That's Aniko. Like everybody had a name. It wasn't a label. You know, it, it, you looked at people like people, not like they're, they had, it, you know, you didn't have an adjective for them unless it was, oh God, that, I don't know who you're talking about. That's, that guy's a pervert. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> unless it was something that made you uncomfortable, like to the point where they went out of their way to make you uncomfortable and you didn't want to be around him. Not all guys named Danny. Just that particular daddy, <laughs> right. like you had to have a reason. You had to earn your name. Mm-hmm. You know, there was one guy that I knew growing up, and he was just such. He was such a jerk. Oh my god, he was just he just loved to like hurt people's feelings and just go out of his way. Handsome guy, like you know, if you saw him walking down the street, he had the perfect part. But I remember I, I called. I used to call him Ugly Jimmy, and my girlfriend was like why do you call him ugly Jimmy? And I'm like, oh, it's a long story. We have a history of whatever. And then she, you know, got to know him, whatever. And he really, it, just to everybody, he just was a jerk. She'd be like, I know why you call him ugly Jimmy. Because <laughs> he was, it, it's just like, it's, it would be case by case. It would have to be, in, in, you know, does that sound, 
I'm not trying Absolutely. to be but like, I, I always looked at by case by case. I never generalized like, Oh, all guys named Jimmy are, are assholes because this one's a prick. I it just, I never did that. It wasn't, you don't, you don't just assume that a whole group of people are one way because of one person. It's just, it's ignorant. Right. And I get very, um, I get very upset when people, when stuff like this happens, I really do. And I try to tell my kids how there are, go, you're never going to be able to change how somebody thinks or feels. You just aren't. And you don't want to be labeled as the person that's always trying to change people because then it'll make your life difficult. You just have to kind of go with the flow and recognize people for who they are. And just know that if you're friends with some, you know, Sarah Smith and Sarah Smith is an asshole, the way ugly Jimmy was, and you pal around with her, people are going to think that you're an asshole mm -hmm. because you're guilty by association. So, you know, pay attention to the company you keep. Be aware of what's going on around you. If two people are not getting along, don't just take one person's side. Find out what's going on. Make sure you're, you know, like Willie said, educate yourself. Mm -hmm. Know what you're talking about before you enter a situation. Because just because it looks one way doesn't mean it is. So I, I wish more people passed along that message. But it seems like from my, my view, which is, you know, 100,000 feet away, that more people are really starting to use that message of find out, educate yourself, because maybe it is that way and it just looks bad. So we have to get on the side of what's right. And, and, and I hope more people do that. I really, I really, really do, because this is this was this whole thing was very upsetting. It has been very upsetting. I think you're right that there it is. Um the first, it's not the first time we've had riots we've, uh, before we were even born. I mean, we, yeah. we, in the history books, we've seen mm -hmm. everything. Absolutely. Um, I, COVID has been a blessing and a curse. Mm -hmm. I think the mm -hmm. blessing is people had the time, had the lack of other things going on to focus and understand I think um, there are parents. people. There's also to that parent. The ability to parent. Yes. Yeah. Because that's I, been lacking. Yes. I think there have been people who, for whatever reason, not being, they, they have never acted or said or done, you know, any type of say racial profiling or what have you, but um, because they live in a bubble, which sometimes you just do, it's just, where you're born, what job you get into. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, people could say, well, oh, well, you lived in a new, uh, you know, stock exchange bubble because you lived down there, you worked all those hours and you didn't, you know, you probably didn't have a lot of time for anything else. So your world day after day was, was that my right. world day after day was, was different things. We all get into technical bubbles. Um, but I think it's, it's been interesting for people all over to say, I I don't, I've never thought this way, but I'm, it's such a, it's so shocking to actually realize that there are people that are still doing this. Like they thought maybe it was like the great grandmothers who still had it. And then the grandmothers who were like, okay, well, we're just not going to upset granny because she's going to die soon, but yeah. we're not going to pass it on. And then the mother is more progressive and the daughter is, is not at all. But it's not like that. It's there's still it's it's still very deep rooted. It's it's just insane, and the logic is is crazy because I I want to go back to the whole you're 
<laughs> I, I say it a lot of Native American history, and it's sort of like, mm-hmm. hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, I know. I hold see on. we have a huge, could, huge. Could we Native really American. think about this <laughs> yes. for just a second? So, um, yeah, it, it's just it is bizarre. What did you see? This um, to shift gears. Did you see? Yeah. Have you watched the Epstein documentary? I have not. Okay, you're going to watch that, and then we're yes. going to talk about that one because I have. Like I am, I have, uh, my husband yeah. and I totally disagree on the, on, like, well, we do, we agree to a certain point and then, um, and then we, and we take hard, he takes a hard left, I take a hard right. So we'll have oh, to talk shocking that on. on that. And then, uh, <laughs> I've been following, and I guess it's because she was the same age as my son, but have you been following the Madeline McCann story? I used to, and then obviously it went uh, quiet. Like it was sort of a. Well, they have a guy now that they believe I, did it. I saw that. And yeah, I, it's like, and I love, I love the Irish for their absolute love of everything because every country that this guy has been through, whether it be Germany, Portugal, Spain, um, they're all like, they're they're heartbroken. Like they're heartbroken. I mean, this little girl's face and the other kids that he is abducted and the only reason he's in jail is for raping a 72 year old like with a, with a sword but th- I mean thank god he's in jail but all the kids the trail of kids all kind of look alike but the Irish inspector is like I don't know I think she's still alive like he's got like this he's like so hopeful and I just I just I just love that about him and I, and I am I'm praying to god that this little girl is still alive but you know but it's so nice that nobody gave up like they yeah. didn't just make it go cold. And once they, you know, and then, cause they knew about this guy when it happened. So for whatever reason, you know, things fall to the cocks. And in 2007, you know, mobile platforms weren't what they are now. And my life would be extremely different if they were mm-hmm. because of the whole take a report thing with the way that large did that. But um, there was no mobile platform. And so, if, you know, unfortunately information gets, missed the rub and falls to the cracks, but it's nice to know that they have somebody and hopefully it'll bring closure for the parents just, just so that they know where their little girl is. But they're, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine going through that. I couldn't imagine. People either. talk to me all the time about nine 11 and I welcome conversations about nine 11, but as horrendous as it was, as you know, the size, the magnitude of what it was and the heartbreak of what it was, it wasn't, long does that make sense like it was legitimately from 8 45 to 10 19 and then the sadness kicked in but there was never you know an unknowing like you know there was it was just not like a missing kid who was missing for years where a parent oh my god a parent was cancer and go you you suffer through that with them for months like I didn't experience that my my trauma was encapsulated in a, in a two-hour period you know and like I could never go, I don't think I could ever deal. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure if I had to, I have to, you, you don't have a choice, but it's just, I couldn't imagine being going through that on that length of time. So it's, it's I hope these parents are able to, to know and be able to somehow start healing and moving on. Cause I don't think I, I, I think I'd be like them. I would never give up. I would never stop. It would, it would completely, it, it would just take my entire life. So I'm glad that they have something on on the horizon of putting somebody to a label and hopefully finding her. 
Yeah, uh, that those missing cases like that are just are just awful. Like I hate, I hate when you hear the body. Um, you know what's believed to be the body of so and so has been found, and there's always that. Oh no, and yeah. there's this tiny bit in the background that isn't very vocal at first in my brain that Lisa's says, okay, so, you know, at least they're not going to live with, is that her? Is that, you know, take right, exactly. is that her, you know? If she so. is dead, please let this be her and that the parents know that they get, they got her back. Yeah. That yeah. you pray to God that she, you know, I don't know. It's just awful. I, oh. This is definitely a, like a very serious, like serious topic, you know, uh, mothering um, podcast type thing. I just, I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I just find it all to be. But it's the headlines. It's not even like, it's, it's literally ripped from today's headlines. Like what mm-hmm. is going on in the world? And unfortunately we live in, a world right now where all the headlines are, you know, somber. Like I look at, like you look at, we have a presidential election in November and I just can't help but look at it and be like, what the fuck? Like, it's not, it's not even, it's just, I, all of it, ever across the board, everything is absolutely fucked from every aspect. And I just don't know when, and maybe this is how, you know, we just did twisted history of if you were born in 1900, mm. you know, if you were born, you know, and you were, it was 1920 and you were 20 years old. Oh you God. Know, like, you know, like <laughs> what the whole. Oh, the twenties were, 1920 you know, was. <laughs> but it was everything. Like, was I something. Mean, like if you were born and you went through, you know, you were born in 1900 and you lived to be 85, everything you saw in that timeline mm-hmm. and you know, like, I don't know. I mean, you saw prohibition, you saw cars, you saw flight, you saw um, the market drop, you saw the Great Depression, you saw World War One, World War II, World, uh, I was going to say World War III, mm-hmm. um, you saw Vietnam, you saw Korea, you saw all these, you saw, you know, Kennedy get assassinated. You Like, there was so much. You saw the Spanish flight, you saw, I mean... Everything, everything and anything. And I think to myself, I don't know if being born in 2000 so far, like, I don't know on a comparison scale. I mean, there was, it seems like people pushed more and fought more in 1920 than they do now. Now it just seems they more fight with each other. But back then it seems like they were pushing more toward a goal. Like we had, you know, ingenuity, ingenuity. And I feel like the people now kind of just sit back and say, well, when is someone going to invent something? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like back then there was so much more push forward, push forward. We got to, we got to get through this. We got to get, and now all everybody wants to do is sit around and talk about it. Like, I don't know what can be like, there isn't as much proactivity now than when in, in 1920. At least that's my take. And I don't, I think they're, a lot of it has what, to do. They are, they're just on TikTok making videos. Well, that's what I mean. And that, that's, that was exactly my right? point. Like when, when Laura and I were talking about this, I was saying, you know, oh, he was saying how the perspective of somebody, and I said, but the perspective, I think, was their own community. And I think the reason why we were able to push forward so much was because it was, communities were building blocks. 
communities were brooks that made walls and and foundations. Now there is no community. My kids have, are not introduced to the police sergeant. My kids are not introduced to the fire chief. My kids are not in, do not know the store manager at Kings mm-hmm. or the you know. When I was a kid, I knew who the manager at Grand Union was. Every time my mom walked in, oh hey Mrs. Harvey, how are you? We have some sales today. I I couldn't tell you who my you know. I knew that when I was in school, I knew that um, Sergeant Burke was the police captain. I knew, you know, the, Mr. Schaefer was the head of the fire department. Like I knew everybody. And if I walked down the street and I walked crooked, I knew mm-hmm. that Mr. Burke was going to be there giving me that finger back and forth. Uh-uh, Miss Harvey, go, you know, watch yep. what you're doing. And it wasn't, be- and even though his daughter was one of my good friends, it didn't matter. Like I was still, like we had parents and it was, if it wasn't my mom, it was your mom who was mm-hmm. looking at, oh, oh, I see that, you know, Mrs. O'Malley is looking at me. You know, like I, you, 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 mm-hmm. you conducted yourself a certain way because there were ramifications. And I don't think, and that was in a community, and you knew who the mayor was, right? Like everybody knew who their mayor was. And I, my kids have, like, I don't even know who it is because they, they, they don't even glorify any roles anymore. Like nobody is glorified. I think when you don't uplift your community individually, it falls apart. And I think that's what's happening. I think communities all around the country are not united. So it's it's one of those situations. Hi. Hey. Say hi to O'Malley. O'Malley Thank God you're wearing clothes. I don't know how to, how do you get it so you can hear her? Uh, uh, the only way you should do it is... Uh, how? So you go to here. And change that? Yeah, it's a speaker. What's up, Omel? Hey, how are you doing? No, oh. you still can't hear. Oh, you were wrong. Oh. Unmute. Are you muted, Omel? No. <laughs> oh, no. What happened? Do we have to undo this? Here, oh, hold on. Put it back to the original way. That wasn't wrong. Oh. Hmm. Oh, there she is. Okay. Hello. How are you doing? How's everything? (laughs) Good. How are you? Fantastic. I look good. I feel good. Good. I'm um, going to jump out to the grocery store because I got to tape in a second and I got my parents coming over. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Send me having to drive to Brooklyn. Are you doing the drive-thru thing still or are they allowed to, or not drive-thru, but drive, you know, like the sit outside and wave or can they come in? We're going to try and maybe do it on the side porch or something like that. Um, nice. I, I said, yeah, I'll do it in the afternoon. But they were like, nah, uh, we need to get out. So I think I'm going to bring my like, Brooklyn pizza or something like that. I'll make a salad. and will be good to go. You know what oh, I mean? That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm great. I love working at home. I'm I'm okay. I'm high risk. So I'm just staying away from everything. My car's yeah. in the shop again, but I don't need oh, it. So no. I'm just sort of like, oh, well. Oh, we'll have to compare stories. <laughs> yeah, but my my youngest is is just doing those uh, scheduled um, social distancing walks with friends. Oh, really? Yeah, because you know it's just. I just went like this to Annie. I I was doing a little work yesterday. We put in some lights, and I had to use Gorilla Glue, and um, I wanted glue in my fingers tips, like those do, right? <laughs> so I just went like that. A little piece of Gorilla Glue kind of flaked. So I just went like this to Annie and then I went like this. It reminds me, it reminds me of like those National Geographics where (laughs) 
you go. You ever see that? When they start picking, I don't know what they do out of it, but it's, I mean, rewind the tape, it's exactly what I did. I went like that, and then, like, it was something fucking delicious. I'll talk to you later. See you, Bye. Where'd you walk to Shane? I just come to the store with me. Okay. Shane had cereal on my Okay. Nick went to bed at like four. Okay. Just second. Wait, wait, put my computer back. You want a How do I put, no. You don't want a No. I'll put it back. So you go to your microphone to Yeti, and your audio is your Yeti. Does that sound right? Can you say something just so I can hear you? Hello. Oh, good. I can hear. Hi, Bridge. Oh, let me see you. Come say good morning. <laughs> say hi to O'Malley. Hi. hi, sweetie. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. You look amazing. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. All right. Thank you for walking, Moshe. I didn't see you. Did you? I didn't see you. I'm sorry. You look beautiful. I love you. See ya. <laughs> do you need your door closed? Oh, she is. Yeah, okay. she'll do it. He won't. Right. She will. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh boy. <laughs> sorry about that. Communities, communities, absolutely. Communities. So, yeah. yeah. So I think that if we can get to a point where parents, like we were saying before actually parent and don't spend so much time on their social media. And they can, I'm not saying they can't, they can multitask, but it's not because of your phone and because of your connection with social media to the grand picture, the, the, the giant orb know that all the little orbs make the big orb get on some social media platforms with your local police Force, your local fire department, your local butcher, your, you know, your local mayor. And I think little things like that, little connections like that are going to instill certain, you know, ideals in your kids. And I, and I, and I do, and I try that. I'm not just preaching that. I do try that. And I go through, um, I do make a point of bringing my kids through and meeting all these people. And I know my husband does too. Like he, he introduces the kids to the local, the cheese shop guy that work, you know, in Kings uh, supermarket. He loves the cheese guy that, that he takes such pride in his cheese department. So, you know, like, so Mike brings them with them and he, um, you know, say hello to him. And he's like, I think that's important. I think more people should do that. The teachers, I tell you what, homeschooling, I could never be a teacher. I know I could never, my ADD is just so bad. And it's something that I, you know, I've been dealing with forever. And now, unfortunately, my kids are like, holy crap, like you're out of your mind. Like I just, but I can't, I just can't focus. I just cannot focus. Thank you God. I have that, what, another, um, what, 10 days or another week or 10? Yeah. yeah. The 17th, they're done. Yeah. And um, it's very, very hard. But these teachers are all day, every day. Mm-hmm. You know, they used to get up have their breakfast, do their thing, go to work, come home after school, grade some papers, and they would have to write their, you know, lesson plan. These kids are emailing these teachers at, you know, seven o'clock at night. And the te- like yesterday I came home from being my sister, my son's science teacher was walking up my front doorway. I was like, oh, you know, hey, Miss Riley, what's going on? She's like, oh, hi, McNeedit. You know, he asked me a question about something and I couldn't quite explain it to him. So I wrote it out for him. And then she wrote it out or she did whatever she did on her computer. She printed it out, put it in an envelope and brought it over. Like, like I love that. And so when I, 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 as I'm walking up, 
that she's leaving. I'm giving her the social distance or yeah. whatever. My son is running to the front door like, oh, was that Mrs. Riley? You know, and he like snatches it from me and he runs upstairs. So he's, you know, I have a, you know, one kid who absolutely loves home, like working with, I mean, he's, he's a student. He is, he is his father's son. He is a student. He loves getting straight A's. He loves that email. Oh, you're on the honor roll. Like he loves that. Then I have the middle one who's like, me. I know that's you. <laughs> that is not me. That, I mean, that's not me. Word. I did very, very well in school. <laughs> I did. I did. I got all, I got very good grades, but it was hard. Like I had to work for it because I couldn't focus. Like it would take me, you know, a hundred days to read a chapter in a book. So I had a real, like I worked very hard for it, but it just comes naturally to him and he loves it. And then my middle guy is like, Ugh. I'm like, what's wrong with you? The teacher is the God of Google classroom. And I'm like, all right, it's 11. Like, <laughs> you know, he'll be like, I know. And then he hits the button and he's like, you know, what's up guy? Like he just, Finn has no interest. Finn is all practical. You know, he wants to go to, he, honest to God, he makes money. He's a hustler. He's, he's got energy. He does it all. But being in a school setting is, he's so mean. Like, <laughs> Whereas Bridget gets up every day. She dresses perfectly. Her yep. hair is, her hat she is on. Was she was just dressed perfectly. She, her, she, she has got her, you know, T's crossed, I's dotted, and she sits down. She does her homework, her schoolwork, and she's, a, you know, oh, that's all I have to do. Nine, 10 problems. I'm done. I did 10. Move on. And she, like, there's no, whereas Mick will be like, you know, let me figure out how I can do this. And that, they, there's no, uh, not with her. She just does, which just what she has to do. Not a period more. <laughs> <laughs> but she does it. But she does it. But yes. she does it and she's very into it. And then yep. she does it. And then when she's done, she's done. Yes. But she's so pulled together that I feel like what is that? where does outside, that come from? Right, outside of the, you know, you know, putting in any extra work with with homework. It's almost like, okay, so when I grow up, I want to be Bridget because clearly Bridget. Is. I tell you what, you're absolutely that's, that's a perfect way of saying it. I don't know. I, I don't know. And how do I have a girly girl? I guess you get stuff from Mike. Yeah. Oh, totally. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That has to be from Mike. Because, because he pays so much attention yeah. to detail. Yeah. And uh, like I had said the other day, <laughs> um, you know, they're going to, I know a couple of times they've put Twisted History on the, on Sirius XM. Like, this is awesome. I love that. You know, I wish we knew when it was going to be. Cause I just, he's so caught up with all the, he's doing every, He's doing so much. Oh yeah. That to ask the question, like, when is it going to be on just escapes him? And he would, he just doesn't think of it. He's got his schedule and it's, he's got a lot on his plate. So we go to the recycling center and on the way home the other day, he's like, well, there you go. There's your answer. How pumped are you? So I looked at him. I'm like, what are you talking about? I said, are you talking to me? He says, yes. I said, why are you saying, like, I don't understand. He's like, they just had a commercial on Sirius XM, Twisted History, tomorrow at 11 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've just totally, tune, I just tune out. Like, I'm just in... I'm off looking at, oh, look, there's a chipmunk running on the branch. You know, they'll have, oh my God, my, you know, like I am all over. Like I don't have any, you know, it'd be nice if he let me go on something, but he fights me tooth and nail. You know, like he won't, he will, he, he will not, he's like, you know, he's not a fan of medicating at all. Mm -hmm. But some people are like really supportive of, you know, like an ADHD medicine. Like mm -hmm. it really works for some people. And I think it would be, I think I, it would work tremendous for me. I'm being met with. 
God, that I I almost want to say like it has to be an Irish thing. I and I know that sounds ridiculous because the Irish love their drinks, but their drinks are not medication. But yeah, he does not. He is not. And and I am functional. And I'm wondering, I mean, like, um, obviously his parents came came here from Ireland, yeah, so they're late, they're late definitely yeah, they're they're Irish Irish. Um, but my mother-in-law wouldn't give them Tylenol. Like she right. didn't, unless it was like, unless you had surgery and right. your stitches were swollen and you were really in a lot of pain. Yeah. You'll have to, you know, you're, you're, you're good. And they are the tough, they are tough That's as nails. It. That's it. And that people I know, um, from there, you know, like I know someone in, uh, specifically who like has some stuff that he needs to be doing. And it's like, no, you know, no, I'm not going to do it. Like, oh no, the doctor gave it to me. I'm like, okay, good. You know, I'm yeah. missed. I'm like, okay, so you're going to take this for the next 10 days? No. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And I, I'm, I mean, I am, I'm, I'm functional. Like I'm not, I'm not incapable of doing things. I think he just thinks it'll alter my personality in so many other areas that, you know, don't need to be altered. Right. And unless you can pinpoint. He still wants he still wants his freak in the sheets and he's very afraid. His freak, is that what he called me? A freak in the sheets? Oh my God. No, that's just the term. He's so, he's so fresh. Oh no, no. That's just the term overall. Like, oh, you know, a lady is like, oh my God. No, that's, that's something he would say. He like would the other say. Day, yeah. I think he was talking about, and I, I don't listen to Barstool Breakfast that often just because it's, I hear him. You hear it. I hear it in the other room and and, and I don't sit there and listen, but I'll catch it back and forth. And um, I think he was talking about buying me underwear the other day, like maybe last week or something. And um, I went to the deli and the guy said, oh, getting another cat suit, huh? I was like, what? Like, (laughs) I like I got like all flushed. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, what is he saying now? You know, like. I'm like, thank God people know that he is his sense of humor. At least the people who listen to his show get his sense of humor Yeah. because I'm thinking people must think that I wear like these like wacky. Uh, oh my God. Well, I mean, they do talk about like the chests of costumes and like that, you know, you guys that he'll, he'll talk about like oh, tell the, me. the amount of, of costumes that you guys have and. You know, not he'll... role play costumes. He's got like chicken costumes. <laughs> not, not like he's got like a horse head. It's not like there's like costumes. Like I come out like, you know, you know, the temptress. It's not, it's not me. It's not me dressing up to role play. He's got a, a well, you like role play. You've egg. been very, very clear about that too. <laughs> oh my God. He does. So people listen he... to us because I've had people talk to me and DM me about things that we've said on our podcast. And then they're like, you know, couple that with what large and, and Willie say about things on parcel breakfast. And they're like, we're getting a very interesting. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You have to tell me when he says stuff like, cause I really have no, I mean, the guy totally oh. caught me off guard. I'm like, what? And then they're like, oh no, we've heard. And I'm like, oh, like, oh my God. Like, I mean, his big thing is always like, I get mine, you know, like I get mine. Get oh, he always God. says I get mine. <laughs> so. Large is that? <laughs> Ew. No one wants to think about him getting his. Well, I mean, they're talking about something and, you know, it comes up and he's like, oh no, I'm good. I'm, I get, <laughs> oh, well, you know what? <laughs> I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a cookie. 
Oh my gosh. I love the fact that we have these like things that got recorded that never actually got out there that we're just laughing about that it makes no sense to anyone else. But they were like four hour long podcasts that had to be edited and like certain things got edited out and yeah. the cookie is definitely um, one of them. When a man does, ve- mm-hmm. when, when a man satisfies a woman in bed, he should get a cookie. Mm-hmm. And so that should not, be that, not right. just... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, but it can't just be, I mean, unless for some crazy reason, his favorite cookie is like an Oreo, but uh, like, it needs to be like the gourmet, like, you know, either homemade or store, whatever it is, like, you know, and that was kind of feeds into the role play thing, doesn't it though? Afterward, you kind of just push the thing down and you get it. Uh But like the cookies only get released by the other person. So like That's if right. she was taking care of, code. she has, yeah, it's a code and like an mm-hmm. eye sensor and like a thumbprint, like That's it right. has to be all these things. So it's. And you can't order it online from Europe. Mm-mm. No, no, only no. I'm allowed to get the cookie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this <laughs> was also like, in, this was also in that, like. Uh, for people like what about people who are going on diets and or whatever I remember we were talking about that and we were like okay well then they'll just you mean I was to- fat back then too no, <laughs> <laughs> no we were like talking about like, like this is ridiculous we like, were this talking like- about it would be more motivation for somebody to to do like their exercise you know for the day and not say that they were too tired um, right, right, you know, right. You had whatever, to, you had because, to perform. You because had to be they were already eating. eating, you know, salad and everything else. Mm-hmm. And this would be like their one like shot right, of sugar. Day. Yeah. No, How are you doing be- with the quarantine weight? Because I'm not doing well at all. Like we were laying in bed the other day. He's like, my God. He's like, my my ribs are actually itchy. I'm like, really? I'm like, my my hips hurt. I said, I can't even step. Like I have to start walking. And I'm like, oh, all the extra weight on my hips is like... <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I think I got you beat. He's like, I'm itchy all day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So this is, this is the weird thing for me. I just don't, well, I think you know this. I don't eat until sometime Mm -hmm. after one o'clock every day. But that hasn't changed with quarantine? Not at all. Not at all. Oh my God. I I, all freaking day. I'm still, this is, yeah, I still have a couple hours to go and I'm not hungry. I drink a lot of water. This is my coffee. Uh, It's black coffee, just straight. Um, really straight black and your skin looks like that what the fuck what whose skin looks like that and drinks that much coffee no black. it's just it's like a black but coffee. you drink a black coffee that size in your skin oh my god well it's actually it's not that i like, should have been born irish <laughs> honest to god my and like my mom's skin my mom just turned 75 she looks incredible she's got gorgeous legs my mom looks like she's about 55 60 Mm. And I'm like, I don't have the legs. That's the thing. I got I'm my ne- dad's legs. Like I got I'm, these yeah. like short, like yeah, God, my good. kids are my husband's. Like, yeah. I'm like, or just all long. Like he's all long leg. Yeah. You know, he's just, and he's proportionate. So, and he's got a belly because he, he you know, he eats what he eats. But if he wanted to, st- if he stopped eating bread and soda, mm-hmm. for kids. I don't have that. Look at your skin. Okay. So I, okay. So think about Lord of the Rings. The only thing I inherited from the elves, sort of, would probably be like the skin from like the chin up. And I'm a <laughs> hobbit or a dwarf all the way you else. Are, you're not five six. How tall are you? Yeah, five six. But, but how, you're taller than me. Yeah. 
Hobbits are not five six. They're well, they're they're half that. They're, they're, remind my sons that because they're like six three and six four. Well, that's and why they're you're a constantly, to them. yeah. They're constantly telling me how short I am. So my sons do the same yeah. exact thing. But I'm you know, I'm five five, but I'm I would love to be five. And my sister has a figure on her. And I'm like, how do you look like this? Like, she's like, oh, well, I get up every morning. I work out because it makes me feel so. I'm like, you know what? I hate you. Go away. Like, oh, fuck yourself. Yes. You and your, your kind how, metabolism. Right. How did Shut you up. get that? Oh, well, I worked for it. Oh, well, fuck you. <laughs> she's got my mother's legs. She's like, she's, you know, five, seven and five, eight, whatever the hell she is. I'm like, come on. How come I'm the short stubby one? You know, Bridget's like, well, she's like, you know, I you don't think my, you know, my, 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 ca- like she, and I, as she starts talking about her calves, I'm like, no, you don't have mine. Don't worry. You, ha- you didn't get them. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, I was just wondering like whose legs I'm like, you know, you don't know. You definitely don't have mine. And I know she's not looking at hers. She's looking at mine. Like, oh God, please don't let me have those. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I don't know. I think it's probably just how I eat. Um, so and not necessarily because I eat after one o'clock and then I only eat within an eight hour window. You sit so a lot all day? That's that's the thing. This is why I was going to say I'm actually benefiting and I'm happy is because I'm I'm actually forcing myself to get up. Like as where oh, at well, the see office, my, my I desk, more see guilt. my desk? Yeah. That's my desk. Mine's yeah. a standing desk. Yeah. And this is and a I standing. Love it. Like this, this I can pull up to You're be standing. standing. Now? You're not standing. No, now. no, no. Oh. I can pull it up to be standing. Good. But I have reminders to tell myself to stand up now. So I'm, I'm Good. doing that. Whereas in the office, I always felt weird for like, if I tried to, I would, you know, go get water or whatever, but I also She's standing. Tried to, Why is she standing? <laughs> what is she doing over there? Why I also is she tried to like limit interaction just because it takes me out of like the stuff that I'm having to concentrate on. So I love, I love it. So I still you put eat. a trampoline behind your seat. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I should. You should. Uh-huh. Those little t- we used to have one in the yep. living room because mm. Mick had so much energy, and it was like a one man. It had a handle. Yeah, and he would just jump on that thing. I could for wear. Hours. I could wear my Barcel Breakfast T-shirt. And there just you go. Put Keep my O'Malley's camera. in. Yeah, I, I you should. Get... That could be your screensaver. Right. You could. You could make a ton off of people. Just, oh yeah. Uh, every you get paid. To, every time someone clicks on your their screensaver, mm-hmm. it could just be the O'Malley's. Oh yeah. I you love wear your Boston that, Red Sox zippy. I, I love the fact that Barcel Breakfast calls breasts the O'Malley's. O'Malley's. Still, it's it? just still like, oh, it's the O'Malley's. It, it's like, it. oh, okay, great. It's the O'Malley's. But no, O'Malley's showing? Yeah. I, I think like if I used one of those, I feel like I'd only get like one bounce and I'd like come, no, I'd, like, no, come crashing down. No, no, down. no. Large, large goes on him. So that, <laughs> we used to go on it all the time. And he, he would do it for like five minutes. He'd be like, holy Christ, this thing is like... He's like, a I workout. can't do this. It's oh, a workout. Wow. Oh. So, I mean, if it holds 300 pounds. Oh, well, yeah. You're nowhere near safe. that. <laughs> I'm safe. You're totally <laughs> safe. Honest to God. Like those things really, it's yes. crazy how much they, hmm. they give you a workout. So, wow. But if I could fix it, I could do a camera. You should. Tight T. Mm. You should. Imagine how much money you would make. Think about it. Imagine how much money you would make off of an O'Malley screensaver. Wow. Just bouncing. That's just jumping. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just send send me your favorite tea. I'll put it on and I'll bounce. And I'll make you a a one minute, like, rotating. (laughs) Right. And who's your favorite artist? Just play that song on a loop in the background. Yeah. Right? Oh, I could do this. Whenever whenever he used to... um, 
he would do his larger write a blog at the end of the week. Um, mm. mm-hmm. I can't think of what it was called. It was on Fridays and yep. he'd have to, you know, he'd put cheesecake at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like after a while he was like, he, you know, like after a while you look through these things and you would, he would just be sitting there like this. Yeah. And I'd be like, what are you trying to do? He'd be like, oh, I got to put cheesecake in this. I'm like, move. <laughs> so, <laughs> and he, he'd get mad because sometimes like the ones that got like the most feedback, I'm like, I picked. Yes. <laughs> You're like, Ooh, that's, that's good. That's, that's and they'd be like, one. what are you guys, what are you guys arguing about? I'm like, no, we're not arguing and just debating. Um, and like, how do you tell your kid? Like, you know, daddy's fans, like my cheesecake picture is better than his. <laughs> I'm like, I think women just know what men want. You happen to choose what you like, mm-hmm. but not all men like what you like. Right. So, and my taste is just a little bit. Well, different. I mean, so, his, his hall pass is Paula Dean. So his hall pass, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe right. that's why but uh, a lot but, of the booty pictures are you're welcome <laughs> um so no I've, I've really stuck to it um but the weird Good thing is you. as a totter I I tend not to eat I don't want um a lot of food I just get like overheated I don't uh-huh. like heat like my body doesn't like heat and um, I love it I'm in like so. this our office doesn't have air conditioning and he he can't stand it he needs the fan on it's right. making him crazy so and mm-hmm. as a result I'm loving it because I get my office to myself <laughs> <laughs> no but for me and it's a weird thing I don't know if anyone else has this um but like if it's warm out like it feels like my skin's burning from the uh, the inside Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, my daughter's allergic to the sun. So yeah, I you might have what like, she has because that's yeah. what she explains. I mean, I've been, I don't she know. She her blood's on fire yeah. when she goes Any, in the sun. Anytime friends of mine who talk to me about, you know, warm days and they'll, you know, send me something. I mean, for years, years now, I've been, I'm like, I'm, I'm moving to Ireland one day. Like I'm going to get out of this. Like I'm going to be where it's cloudy and rainy and yeah. green. And I'm just going to. Have you ever to- had it? Have you ever checked your, like we brought her to the, uh, special diseases hospital and they checked her, her skin and stuff. They did like the culture. She's, and she's allergic to the sun and mm. it's like awesome. And you know, like it's not that she's out there that much, but she does. She'd say her, she used to like, she would cry and she'd be like, mm-hmm. as she'd go outside and she would feel like her blood I, on the inside was like, she's like, no mommy, it hurts, it hurts inside. It hurts inside. It hurts. But, and yeah. what happens is um, I get all these like, I call them water bubbles. Oh my God. They're I'm going to send you a video. What happens to they're her? Not, they're not blisters. Like they're not like funky blisters. Like, like you're Almost working like on athlete's foot. It's just these bubbles of yep. just a form underneath my skin. I'm going to send you a picture it's video awful. of her, of her, of what yeah. happens to her when she's in the sun for like 15 Absolutely. minutes. Yeah. So I just avoid it. And um, so I avoid, so that is another probably reason why my um, skin looks mm-hmm. a certain way is just because I, um, I feel, you know, obviously avoid sun, but I eat an avocado a day. I don't, I don't, the carbs that I take in are, um, are like from fruit, you know, from blueberries yeah. or grapes or bananas, uh-huh. um, you know, but cause you know, I don't eat grains, not because I'm weird. It's just my body kind of rejects them. She's a freaky grain girl. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, like the first food of the day for me is always a high protein, very low carb intake. So it's just how I, it's just how I eat. I wish it would, I wish it would make the rest of my body look Mm -hmm. like my skin benefits from it, but like the rest of my body is still on strike. Like we, we refuse to lose weight, even though you're only eating 800. worked out every day. 
Like what if you well, a ton? I just been. I just. I haven't done no, a ton. What if you I've, did? Like what if you got like on a like, like one of those? You ever see like those seven minute workouts where mm-hmm. it works every muscle in your body? Yeah. Like I think I'd be okay with that. Yeah. If someone got me start, so like I, I would need people holding me down. But the problem is, is that like at minute three, I walk away and I'm like, what was I doing? <laughs> I was doing something. Oh, look, here's a picture. Oh, you know what? This picture should go on that show. <laughs> like that's me. <laughs> I recognize myself. I know what I am. Yes. And that's how I am, unfortunately. Yeah. No, I, I, um, you know, I try walk, you know, get up walking and, and doing everything. It's just been sort of a, a weird uh, transition. So we're actually moving a couple things around. And um, so I'm going to um, get some space so I don't look like an idiot in front of my son or my sons, you know, that um, I, I don't need to be <laughs> doing some sort of jazzercise in front of <laughs> my college boys. Like, what is she doing? Well, you and- know what? That brings us back to the trampoline. You yes. put it right in front of, right in front of who's behind you. Is that Star Wars thing still behind you? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, Kyla, so Kylo Ren is still behind me because, oh. I know. I, I, all right, easy. I didn't say that kind of workout. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you know what? Every time someone brings it up, like brings up like that kind of workout with me mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm, the, I'm that meme from the Titanic when she's like, it's been 87 years. <laughs> <laughs> just like oh uh, it's been <laughs> oh that is so funny <laughs> oh I did order um I do have a battery subscription but I did order <laughs> I did order um an extra like package to be sent in the middle oh that is because so I'm like I was like mm, I think I might be going through these a little fast. oh that is so funny <laughs> how come you don't get the rechargeable one I don't like, I don't like their, they're not fast enough. I I don't like the, the, oomph <laughs> that I want. <laughs> the zip. What about yeah. the ones with the big, remember like the old trains? <laughs> and they what? Had like, <laughs> <laughs> the old electric, remember the electric trains where they had like the big, the big switch you get to and you push the, the engine and go. Yes. We're, we're, we're literally talking about trains. No, we're not. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I've never used a train toy, but I think that gift that has the train going up against that, like Looney Tunes <laughs> gift and it goes up against like the tunnel, but it doesn't want to fit in. I feel like that's going to be me the first time I do anything with anyone. Someone's going to so come funny. at me and I'm just going to be like, hold on. I'll tell you okay, what, sorry. God help them. <laughs> Can we have, whoever it is, can we have him on the show the next, like the next week after it recovers? Oh yeah. The poor guy will probably be like, well, 30 seconds in, we had to stop because she kept getting cramps. You have to be cramps. That is so funny. Well, her hip got a cramp and her like calf got a cramp and everything else got a cramp. Like how old would, I guess he would have to be, I guess he'd have to be in his teens, like 18, 19, like older. Wait, what? Right? No, no, no. I'm not talking about like that you would go, like you'd be interested in some. I'm saying physically, like the stamina for Mm. you right now, the equivalent would be like an 18, 19 year old guy. Right? Now I know it's icky to think about. I'm not, I'm saying, I'm just talking from on paper. Not. No, I don't know. I don't know. Do you you really think a 40 year old guy would be able to keep up? Unless he was conditioned for the last. I think conditioning helps. 
I think, oh, knowing, I think knowing what to do helps because I That's think what I, but I, I would mean, be like a, highly annoyed by somebody who was just, I would be so annoyed by a jackrabbit like guy that doesn't know how to. So this is going to sound terrible. And I had this, I swear to God, I had this conversation with one of my guy friends recently. If it wasn't so, if it wasn't illegal and it wasn't so taboo, a prostitute would be perfect. Because we were talking about how. Right. Um, I, yeah. And I, for, right? not for like, me, just because I. Just in general. Right. I, I think that that would be, I think it'd be nice for a lot of, a lot of reasons because I feel like there are some women who um, might go chasing, you know, be spending way too much time going after whatever it is that they're looking for um, only to have a really bad, you know, one night stand that was, or whatever. That was exactly what we yes. were talking about. Absolutely. Yes. Because yeah. I felt like he was, he was, he's getting divorced and mm-hmm. um, he was on the fence about whether or not he wants to get right back out into the field and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I said, if it wasn't illegal and if it wasn't so frowned upon, do you feel that you would go with a prostitute? And his first reaction was like, Oh no way. Yeah, like, and yeah. I was like, no, no, no. Hear me out. I'm not saying a, I'm not a sex therapist, but, and, but who actually helps you like emotionally and like helps you kind of, Right. Um, like I succeed in what you need to do so that your mental state is not right. trying to find the next Mrs. Right. Um, just because you have the need to be touched and have sex and all that, you right. can actually find Mrs. Right because you have certain things being taken care of. And while you're building up that. <clears throat> exactly. Right. And the other thing is like what I was, I was saying, how when you're with somebody for so long, you you evolve, you establish certain things that you like that you don't like. I said, what about your, your freaky factor? Mm-hmm. Like mine's gone when up. You, oh, I think all women's do. I think women just in general do. And, oh, yeah. and the ones, and but, wait, I'll, I'll, let me finish this thought because then I'll, I'll totally lose it. But I want to remind me to go back to that. Cause I have a, I have a feeling on that one too. Okay. But at least when you're out there dating or when you're before you go out into the dating pool, when he gets his, like, you know, before he gets his nerve to go back into it, he's not going to be, if he, if he goes on a date with somebody and they fool around and go back to her place or his place or whatever, mm-hmm. he's not going to get that freaky enjoyment that he normally would get because she, you, that comes with over time. Like you, you have right. to build up to that. I said, at least with a, you know, a prostitute, a professional We'll you call can be freaky. Yeah. I'll call it a professional. Because yeah. I, I really don't have a problem with that whole, you know, right. again, something else my husband and I disagree on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, um, you know, that having that outlet, they're not going to judge you on your freak factor because they've seen it all. Like they know they're, and, and they're at a, you know, if you get someone who's on the same par with you, you know, your freak factor might be boring for them. Mm-hmm. You know, if they've gone farther than you. But at least you'll be able to meet that milestone of what you like, you know, enjoyment. And then it'll give you like peace of mind. And then you can go out and you can go on your dates and you can be, I mean, I guess you'd have to disclose that you were with a professional. <laughs> like that part, I didn't really think about. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you get your freak factor fix. And I think that's what keeps people sane. Mm-hmm. You know, I really do. But I think a problem with people that are get divorced when they're 40 and stuff like that, like you were saying, women definitely like mm-hmm. 
as they get older, they get freakier. Mm. But I think a lot more women than men get lazy because that freak factor is effort. You have to, it takes effort to get that mm-hmm. and to work at that and build that up. And I think a lot of women, I think they get lazy and they don't want to foster that freak side of them. So what happens is, is that their husband, I mean, I'm sure the men do too. I don't know. I've never asked, but I'm sure the men ramp it up where it remind maybe when the women ramp it up, it reminds them of when they were in their just starting out because I think men, when they're younger, have that drive. That's why I was saying like on paper, a younger man and a 40 year old woman are kind of right. Like just on I paper. Can, yeah, I can, I see that. I would never, I wouldn't probably, find a 30 year old guy attractive. Right. I just don't. They're just yeah. younger than me. It's just not my thing. Yeah. But um, that's why I get all those 30 year old guys that are like, Hey, and I'm like, you know how old I am. Right. And they're like, yeah, but my fantasy is a, like to be with them. Because they're not stupid. They like, know what a, they, yeah. they want the, they want the, <clears throat> yeah. Freak, and I, they want the freaky O'Malley. Yeah. Bonk. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Woo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I just, yeah, they just don't, they don't. And that's uh, why a professional, there's no connection. Yeah. There's no, there, it's not, it's not like, you you know, maybe you could end up being friends because you might hit it off, but you, it's not like you're going to be on, you're not looking for that mental companionship. Mm-hmm. But like, I just think that so many, it's amazing how many women that I know refuse to foster that in themselves. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll say something like, you know, you know, something that I would say to you a little bit off and whatever. Absolutely. And they look at me like, ew. And I'm like, ew, it's your husband. Like what? Yeah. Like, I don't find it. Like there is not only would I not find a 30 year old, 20 year old, anybody younger than me attractive. I am so in love with my husband. Like I am like, I, I am so attracted to only him. And it's like, how do you marry to someone that you're not, even if you're okay, I get it. You hate each other. Like you're miserable with each other. You've been through so much. You married the wrong guy, whatever. What about the fact that you just have the opportunity like to just have a guy there at your beck and call, just abuse Mm -hmm. them, you know, sexually, like take advantage of the fact that you have the guy, like you don't have to go out and look for it. You All right. So you don't like to talk to each other at breakfast. What does that have to do? Turn the lights off. Imagine somebody like you have a person. Yes. He's not going to say no. Yeah. I I don't, I don't get that. The same women who, and we'll talk about like our age, you know, in the, you know, forties, thirties, forties, fifties that have stopped having sex with their husbands for whatever reason. They're just, and they say, well, I don't, you know, I just don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. The minute they get get that, but they get divorced and then they want another guy for whatever reason. And what do they do? They start dressing a certain way. They start talking to him. They start engaging him. They start doing all this stuff. And then they, they go down this road. I mean, guys do it too, but you know, they go down this road of, you know, being active with a new partner and then, and but what's the point in going through all of that if you're in five years and two years, you're just going to die back off and stop doing right. all that. It's like bait and switch. It's like, come 100%, on. 100%. You're absolutely right. That's not cool. No, I, mean, I get not. why certain people don't like each other. And I, you know, if you're staying together for some weird reason, I don't know. But there are people who will put more time and effort. Like there's nothing particularly wrong with their relationship, mm-hmm. but they feel like they're disconnected. And if you're disconnected... And you're, and you are putting in the time to texting somebody you've met online or uh, at work or a neighbor down the street. And you're actually, because that person's giving you that like new feeling and you're getting all excited, um, but you're putting in effort. You're actually taking a 
part of your energy and you're dumping it into this new person, into their bucket. And you're putting no energy into your life partner, the one that you own a house with and have kids with and all of this stuff. And then you wonder why you don't feel connected to your partner because you haven't done shit for them. And so maybe, you know, maybe if you just start putting in the time, the energy, talk to them, figure it out, both of you. That's, that's, I see it all the time. I hear about it all the time. I get Or just use them for sex. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I mean, but I mean, that fixes everything because I mm -hmm. think that you, it's like you hit a plateau where you're just like, meh, and then you have to make it interesting. And if if he's not doing it for you in bed, tell him what to do. Tell him what to do. A hundred percent. And so this is my hand. If a, yeah, if a guy goes a certain amount of time without, without uh-huh. sex and he's just like, oh, she never wants to have sex with me. And I, I, I ask her and I try to initiate and she moves me away. I said, I told this to one of my friends once. I said, what if you went to her and just said at the end of her day, how about I, it could, because you're not getting it. So you need to remember right now, you're not getting it. So if you put time and effort into her without having the end game being sex that night, but just trying to improve your relationship during this time of no sex anyway, you could probably change her mind in a shorter amount of time and to be active um, by doing a few things. One, do things, do things to, to make her feel good so that when you do touch her for whatever reason, like even her shoulder, she's not mm-hmm. like, you know, those women who... In, you know, like Cringe. the guy will touch and like, they're just like, don't touch me. Like for right. whatever reason, then, you know, move down. Like as she's comfortable with, you know, you do something like give her a massage, rubber, right, like, right. whatever it is, you know, and then be done and then be like, do you need anything else? Like, do you need yeah, uh, well, that you hard wine? to get like that, like the hard to get mentality? Like well, that, just, that's, but, I think I agree a hundred percent. Just do that. Like if she, if she is not, t- and this goes both ways. We're talking about women, we're giving advice, but obviously there's always the other thing where this works in reverse. If this is what's happening, just do that. And don't don't have it in the back of your mind. Well, maybe I'll get lucky. Maybe I'll get lucky. Maybe I should push for it. Nope, don't, don't. Like just say, do you need anything? Do you want, you know, right? me get you, you know, glass of wine, whatever. And that be it. Put the kids away. She's going to wonder where you're getting it from. Right. And, and do that for, a that'll week. get her thinking about that. That will definitely get her thinking about sex, but just, she'll want to know where, right. well, why isn't he pushing for it? Doesn't want, you know, right. But just do something to make her not, and we're not even talking about, you know, sexually satisfied right, right now. We're just talking about make it so that Getting she's okay, where she is okay with you having hands on her, because we all know that there's women who just don't even want for yeah. whatever reason you know, and then move it along. And then right. as she's, you know, whatever, if, if that's, if you start putting in that effort with your partner that you don't hate, but you just fell out of whatever with, right. Instead of the person down the street, the person online, the person, wherever you're putting all this energy into someone else instead of where it should be. Like, I don't understand why people don't do this. I, and I know it's very hard when I, like for me, I can't see things when it's too close to me I can Uh help everybody else but myself I but I can never see you know the pathway for for my own life you're not alone I think a lot of people feel that way but it's in your nature to help Mm -hmm. you know it's in your nature to help 
Oh no, I've I've had a lot of people just and you know I I don't use them as stories here just because some of them are very specific after a while. Uh-huh. And it's, what about this, this, and this? And then they, they come to me and ask me, I need to somehow water some of this stuff down so that I can, um, you know, share this. This was an overall kind of a, a I made this a little bit more um, nonspecific uh, just because I've heard the stories so many different times. But yeah, uh-huh. I, 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 I strongly believe that people putting in an effort, you get what you, I, I don't know. There's but always people who put a lot of effort in and get nothing. I get that. Like I've been married before to somebody who, who didn't put in effort. Like I definitely understand, but also I should not have put in that much effort and I should have moved on a lot yeah. faster than I, I did. So. But you feel like you're making, I think a lot of times this, you want it to work so badly that when you, when there is a small area of progress, it allows you to be super hopeful. And I think that's, yeah. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. No, it's no. Just, like for yeah. my for my case, like I look back, I think, okay, clearly this was. I'm just my how I'm built and how I I believe and everything was that loyalty. Like I lock on, kind of like what you were saying. Like you only have eyes for large. Like twenty yeah. years later, you know, over twenty years later, like you're so deeply in love with him, and like you couldn't imagine wanting to be with anybody else. And I'm just like once. Once somebody is my person, they're mm-hmm. my person and that's it. Uh, yeah. So I try, like I, I'll, I'm, it's that old, like I'll let it, you know, something be wrong forever <laughs> just because I'll keep trying. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's me rambling. No, I think it's, I think, I think it's also good for people to know that, that they're not alone. Cause I think there's more people that are like you than not. You know, I think it's nice to have, I think it's nice to want to make, put the effort in. It's hard when somebody else doesn't. And, you know, that's unfortunately what happened with my friend. Like the wife was just like, you know, she hates him. And I, and I don't, you know, and, and maybe, the, and I know there's a past there and I don't ask, I don't ask questions. Like, you know, I can kind of guess what it was, but then they should, you know, they should have probably done this years ago. I don't know. But... So Anywho, what do, have, what do you have going on? I know, um, I don't know. I'm sure anyone who follows you knows that you are the researcher for Twisted History. I am. Do, um, I do the research for Twisted History. This week we're yeah. going to do um, Emperors. And um, and that's a Barstool, uh, Barstool podcast. podcast. Yeah. Um, so we do it with um, Large Hosted with Vibs. Mm-hmm. And um, John Kelly is the producer who is incredible. Yes. And we have a, it's a, we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun talking about it. Sometimes like I get, I got to get more involved on this, the, the vocal platform of it just because, you know, they give me the opportunity, but I get so, um, I know so much about it and I, you know, I get, I probably would get more deeper into conversation, which they want, you know, they got to keep it moving. And I'd be like, mm-hmm. so let's go. <laughs> No, let's go. No, I had I had fun. I did the twisted history of children's authors mm-hmm. with large last week, which was just incredible. We had a, it's it's it was so much fun, but at the same time it was heartbreaking because it's yes. authors that you love. Yep. But to see that um, and hear and do a deep dive is just you know mm-hmm. you never almost never want to see another Disney movie after knowing that they're all adapted from a Hans Christian Andersen book, mm-hmm. and you're like, eee. but um. Yeah. It was fun. It, it's, it's a lot of fun. I love doing it. Um, I've been collaborating with the people from Break the Glass that I've been, that I mm-hmm. did that one time. Um, 
with Shauna Taylor, who does booty yoga and Patrick Malik, who owns whale marketing. So we're thinking about doing something. We haven't figured out what, but it's nice to be talking to people. I love my wool man that I do with you. And um, I know you have something on the horizon. Yeah, it's sports because I can't think of anything else. <laughs> no, because you love it. No, and you're good I do. At it. I do. I love. Um, <clears throat> I love Premier League um, football, which is you know in the America soccer. So Premier League is uh, just a specific um, set of of teams, uh, England, and um, how they how they run that league is. Um, is different than anything in America. And, um, it's just, it's just an incredible thing to watch, um, from the beginning of the season to the end. There are no playoffs. It's, it's a, it's, it's a sport. It's a league that's set up that you, um, you, your whole season is like the playoff run. Mm-hmm. And I, I really like it. Um, there's, but it's filled with history and banter and, it's just so cool. And, and when you talk with people who really like a, a premier league team, um, just the stories and the history and the, the fan experiences that come out. So I'm not talking about X's nose about, you know, soccer, but we're talking um, about the teams and what's going on. And we're going to go through and examine each, each team and, you know, why, maybe why somebody would be attracted to them. Of course, I'm, um, I want everyone to be a Liverpool fan because uh-huh. I am, but um, we're going to go through. It's not, it's not just going to be, you know, my team. It's going to be all of them. And we're going to discuss, you know, everything that happens um, in the, in the season from more of a fan experience. So it's called plastic loons. And the reason it's called plastic loons is because if you don't live in the general area of where your football club is mm-hmm. you're considered a plastic fan your people will say oh there's just a bunch of plastics over here doing something and if you're in america you don't live anywhere near um england or any of these cities and so we're all plastic fans and so um and then loons as in lunatic but you know um so that's that's the name of it and that's what i'm doing and it and it's fun. Like we, we had to re-record because the Premier League is actually coming back. Um, oh, good. It was the first episode we did was it was on pause, and like the whole episode was we don't know what's going to happen. And like days later, they were like, "We're uh, coming back June twenty first. And I was uh, like, "Guys, <laughs> we have to re-record." <laughs> this is a perfect podcast for me to listen to because I don't know anything about it, but I love the energy around it. So someone like me would be, it would be extremely beneficial. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. My friend Laws, who's the one who got me into um, LFC, which is Liber- mm-hmm. Liverpool Football Club. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, he's on it with me. And the first episode has a uh, Mikey podcast and Zaw. And they're Excellent. both Arsenal fans. So we ah. talk about it, but we're talking about everything. We're not just talking about our teams. We're talking about a, a bunch of different things. And we want to have pub owners on who have these crazy people who show up at their at their pub at 5 30 in the morning you know on a snowy winter morning because you know it's later in England and you know you've got all these people that are just you know mad (laughs) with with so is it going to be the four of you regularly I don't I don't think so I would love for that just because they're amazing but I want to have different people on um just 
talking about either their club, you know, tell me about it. And because I'm so, I'm the least knowledgeable. It was my idea, but I'm the least knowledgeable. So I'm always going to be playing the role of, and what does that mean? Even if I know what it means, right, what does sure. that mean? What is, what is, what's happening over here? Like, what would, what would that mean to somebody that's, you know, and I, I don't know, Idaho right uh-huh. now, like, why would they pick this team? Like, what would be the connection of, of them following? That's awesome. So I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah. This was I'm, fun. I'm glad yes. we got a chance to do this because we've been looking to catch up for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, our last episode, we just oh. got. Sh- <laughs> Between my sewer pipe bursting yes. and then large bursting in because my ceiling was flooding yep. and it was just, it was just a, you know, a comedy so of errors. We have a beginning of a podcast that literally ends with water. <laughs> just going and large through. freaking out in the background. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can just imagine what that sounds like. I, I just, it's like, it's never going to hit the air. It wasn't even be close to even a fourth of a podcast. Like it oh was such, God. it was so short. And then everything. You could hear the happened. panic in his voice though, right? Mm-hmm, 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Save that sound yeah. bite. So I have to wrap up because they're coming in to do yep. bars to breakfast. So thank you for listening to the Woe Man Pod this week. You can follow us on Twitter at, at Woe Man Pod, W-H-O-A-M-A-N-P-O-D. And on Instagram at Woe Man Pod. I'm Annie, also known as St. Annie. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Ann McCarthy, at A-N-N-E-M-C-C-A-R-T-H-Y. I'm also on Instagram at St. underscore Ann 100. And O'Malley, want to give yours? Yeah, I'm Om- O'Malley on Twitter, uh, O-M-A-L-L-E-Y underscore underscore. And I am O'Malley underscore Mick on Instagram. And um, if you have any questions or anything, I will uh, love to take them in my DMs just because you've heard Annie talk about her um, ability to <laughs> multi <laughs> You're more than welcome to send them to me. I just, just don't know how quickly they get <laughs> <laughs> They just might not make it to the show. We've had a few things that have come in, but you know, that's some of the stuff comes in and it's like, it would be great for that week, but then it moves on. So anyway, but yeah, contact us. So, and do we still have a phone number? We do. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to give that number? <laughs> Do we still have, no, we still have a phone number, right? Uh-huh. We actually have, re- we have messages. Oh, good. Let's do what? Let's do an inbox one. Let's do our next, you want to do that? You want to do that? We have messages. Oh, good. Yeah. Next week, let's do all of our, let's do, next week will be our, our voicemail. Okay. Forget mailbag. We can yeah. hear it in their own, in their own words. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, this is, I haven't, no, you could edit all that out. phone numbers anymore. We always, I, I always do. I do. Know. I do. Honest. I guilty. I am probably all, the only person who drives stick and knows phone numbers. I can know. You, I know everybody. You in my know family. mine? No, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like I know. If you gave it to me people. though, I would know it. Right. Well, you have it, but you know, I mean, no, I mean, if you said it to me, right. like instead of sending it to me by thing, oh. if you were said to me like, oh, my number is six, three, six, Two nine seven zero five two six. I would know that forever. I don't okay. know whose number that is. <laughs> People are going to call me like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bye, not bye, ours. Bye. I mean, hopefully it'll be like, doo, doo, doo. right? Exactly. So, um, if you want to be a part of our our next podcast, so we're going to do uh, voicemails, oh, and if we don't have enough voicemails uh, to to 
you know, keep going, then we'll do a mailbag. So either way, uh, six, four, six, what is six, four, what did I say? Six, three, six. No, yeah. I think he said something different. Yeah. Six, four, six, four, seven, zero, two, two, six, nine. And do you know that I had a list of like 10 numbers to pick from when I picked mm-hmm. this? And I'm so mature that I saw the 69. You're and so I, bad. <laughs> I love it. So it's one, six, four, six, four, seven, zero, two, two, six, nine. Yeah. And next week we're going to do voicemails. Yeah. I like hearing things in people's own words. I do too. I do too. So yeah. I'm going to put this out on Twitter right now. Yeah. It just, but I don't know. I don't know if you remember, I think I told you at the time, but half the time when I'm, we're telling each other stuff, it's like, it's like midweek. I mean, we had this before COVID, like life is just busy and crazy, but um, yeah, that's the reason why I picked that phone number, which is, you know, of course I did. I'm going to put the little eyes looking next to the six, nine. <laughs> <laughs> like do six, nine, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love talking oh to you. God. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Yes, you too. And I can't wait to hear your new podcast because I'm oh, learning all about you. it. Have a thank wonderful you. day. I love you dearly. Love you. All right. Have a, have a great rest of your, oh, and with your family. Yep. Yes. They're coming yes. over too. So. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Children.